If you'd have seen the previous episode of this series so far, then you know we're tracing our evolutionary lineage through each of our ancestral clades. By now you should be familiar with the cladogram under construction in the Phylogeny Explorer project, and you should understand that you're an organism because you're alive. You're a eukaryote because your cells have a nucleus, and you're a unicont because your gamete cells have a single flagellum, and you're an epicynicont because that flagellum pushes instead of pulls. Now some of these developments may not sound that profound if you're not a biologist, but in a very brief summary, we have covered at least a dozen really significant evolutionary stages, and these can be all determined entirely by cladistics, phylogenetics, analysing derived synaphromorphis compared to genomic analysis. And that's what makes cladistics such compelling evidence for evolution. By determining the difference between parent and daughter ancestry categories of what we still are, we can detect an evolutionary and lineage and even date it with mutation rates, all without having to refer to it to a single fossil, although we've shown that as well through a few of those too. So you should understand that you're an animal or a metazoan because you're multicellular, and you're a true animal because you have an internal digestive tract, and you are bilaterian symmetrical because you have a left and right top, side and bottom, front and back polarity that simply animals like jellyfish just don't have. In this episode we'll continue on and look at the subsets of bilateria. Whoa, that's too many for this episode. Let's reduce the depth down of that to about five. No. That's still too many. Four? No, I don't think so. We're going to get that far today. Let's bring the depth down to the default setting of three. There, that should do it for what we're talking about right now. Okay, for a quick rundown so you know where we are. We don't know much about metazoans. This clade seems to be nothing but primitive parasitic worms that may be degenerate meanings that they might be have more advanced than they have been before because evolution doesn't always lead to bigger, better and more complex. It tries out every direction it can, and sometimes less is more. Remember that all these clades were everything their ancestors were, plus the additional development of some other traits. But sometimes they can be everything their ancestors were, plus the loss or reduction of some traits, which looks like what happened with these worms. These are simplified so much they're hard to actually categorise. Some metazoans were initially misclassified because they looked so much like unicellular protists rather than actual animals. Proarticulado is a group that is often thought of as ancestral to segmented animals like arthropods, though their structure is unique with alternating eye simmers rather than the typical mirror image of left-right sides. Like the trilopozoans, which I mentioned in my last episode. This is another Precambrian phylum known only from the Ediacaran period, having apparently gone extinct 555 million years ago. Zedocylomorpha is the most basal clade of bilaterians, meaning they're karyotypic of their earliest ancestors of that clade. They're typically represented by flatworms, which is a favourite of college biologist classes because they're seemingly ancestral to all more advanced animals. Acelomates have no cavity between the digestive tract and the outer body wall. All other animals have some sort of body cavity which joins a mouth with some kind at one end and an anus at the other. In many families, most members go about their lives never doing much beyond the norm. Then you have that one unusual successful celebrity who went on to do great things. And that's what we have here. Nephrosoans are characterised by possession of a through gut, complete with a mouth and anus. 
They're also coelomates, meaning they have a body cavity which is completely tissue lined, resulting in a tube within the tube design. A coelom is a fluid filled body cavity lined with mesogerms, which separates the digestive tract from the outer body wall. So seeing this video so far, regardless whether you accept evolution or not, after four episodes I hope that you know better than those that haven't watched this series so far. You should accept then that you are a bilateral symmetrical animal and all that, that this implies. The question now is, do you also have the guts, literally, to admit that you're a nephesorian coelomate? You should also accept that you're a dudostrom because you have to admit, at least once, when you were very young, you were basically just a total asshole.